Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And this is Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Don't forget to like us on our Facebook page, Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Or tweet at us at Broadway Curtain. Or follow our pretty faces on Instagram at Broadway Curtain Podcast. We are very excited because today is our first Tony Awards show. Yay, congratulations, Kevin. We made it to the Tony Awards season. But we are very excited. We're going to discuss the nominations. And we have a very special guest with us today. I'd like to introduce our audience to Brian Hobgood. Say hi, Brian. Hi, guys. Brian is a theater connoisseur. Ooh, I like that. Brian, I know, it's a fancy French mm-hmm. word, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian is a theater lover. Brian has seen just about everything there is to see this season. The day before the Tony nominees come out, actually predicts all the categories and has an amazing track record. Oh. What got you into the theater, first of all? That's my first question for sure, you. Sure, sure. Well, okay, so, I mean, I grew up doing theater. My mom uh, was a theater major in college, so she put me in dance classes and <laughs> theater stuff when I was really young as was my sister and did theater all through high school and college I danced all through high school and college and choreographed shows in college and then auditioned actually when I graduated for a few things before I was like yep that's not gonna happen for me so <laughs> moved on to, to a different life commendable in itself <laughs> you know we know that feeling uh-huh. now I am a teacher I uh, run SAT prep uh, courses for high school kids getting ready for college how cool is that? Yeah, it's very different. Yeah. Yeah, with my um, my degree in chemical engineering and oh. my minor in musical theater, people like to... Oh, that's a great <laughs> to judge, Not judge, but joke about left brain, right brain, Brian. Yeah, I'll say. So Brian has seen just about everything. And by my count, I hope I'm right on this, this season, first of all, this was an amazing season. Incredible season. Strong season, yeah. Can we just talk about what an amazing season this is? Yeah. I mean, there should be an award for anything that participated this season. Well, not everything. <laughs> you get a medal. You get a medal. Because this season has been really incredible and considering what the Oscars are going through with you know the lack of diversity in the nominations if you look at the nominees this year Broadway always leads the way in changing the way things should be done but by my count we had 11 new musicals this season that's what I came up with 11 new musicals 7 new plays and 17 revivals that's incredible this is incredible but uh, 11 new musicals that's unheard of that's crazy and let's talk about the diversity Allegiant on Your Feet, wow. Shuffle Along, Hamilton, Fiddler on the Roof, which I would consider 
to also have diversity in it as well. Oh, yeah, the color purple. The color purple. Uh, and Spring Awakening. Spring Awakening. Spring Awakening. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about it. Which, but... which, which hasn't really been seen on Broadway oh, in no. a long time. I mean, the last time was Big River. Big River. And Waitress, which had an all-female creative team. Creative well, team. and Eclipsed. And Eclipsed. Well. And Eclipsed as well. Yeah. This is wonderful. So no matter and what Hamilton, happens, I mean, like, Hamilton, throw that, the, I mean, like, obviously, that's Hamilton. like... This has been a wonderful, wonderful season. So we'll start with that. Marvel. And so what we're going to do is this. We have the Tony nominations ahead of us. Uh, not the winners. We couldn't get those from the accounting right. firm of Lutzen Carr. <laughs> nice. But <laughs> we tried desperately. And we're going to just talk about what we think might be winning. So we're going to start Best Orchestrations. Our nominees are... I love this br- category. I love this category, mm-hmm. too. And please, if you haven't listened to our interview yet with Don Pippen, please do so. Because Don has a lot of strong opinions about orchestrations. Our nominees for orchestrations this year are Bright Star, She Loves Me, Hamilton, and Shuffle Along. So I'm going to send it over to Brian first. Brian, who do you think is going to take away best orchestrations? Well, what's so interesting, well, I think it's, I mean, I think it's going to be Hamilton because of the, the juggernaut, but this Al- is... And I'm going to say Alex Lackamore, just the name, because I I mean, it's uh, good to know who these names yes. are. Alex I think. is great. I mean, he did it in um, the Heights. He's done a lot of, he, he yeah. works with Lin-Manuel all the time. I think his orchestrations are good, and I think that, you know, not undeserving of a win, but this category is actually one of my toughest as far as who deserves it. I, I mean, Shuffle Along was nominated, mm-hmm. but I am flabbergasted that School of Rock didn't get in this category. Absolutely. the kids on stage playing those instruments and those orchestrations being what they are for those kids. Right. I think Andrew Lloyd Webber does an amazing job. Um, so that just tells you how strong a category it is this year that they didn't get in. I think it's going to go to Hamilton too, but my feeling is I would love for Bright Star to win right. because I think the texture on the show is amazing. Now, if you're listening and you haven't seen these shows, do not worry. Go on to iTunes because most of them will be available by the time mm-hmm. uh, this podcast comes out and listen to them. But Kevin was absolutely right. Uh, Eric, uh, August Eric Smoen did Bright Star. Larry Hochman, Hockman, 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 Larry Hockman did She yeah. Loves Me, Alex Lackamore did Hamilton, and Daryl Waters did mm-hmm. Shuffle Along. Kevin, best orchestrations, who you vote? Who you... Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Larry Hockman, and, and we should get him on the show, actually. Absolutely. But he's in his work is, you know, he did Book of Mormon. He did, I mean, he, he, his palette is across the board. So I, I'm sure that She Loves I haven't actually heard She Loves Me and seen it yet. So that's confession. No, but, fantastic. Uh, oh, but I, I, I love the work that Alex Lackamore did, so I know it's going to go to him most likely. But um, Daryl Waters is, is incredible, and I'm sure the shuffle along period time period um to capture that style and all of that i i it's it's hard to like put your finger on one because you have such three four different complete different styles and i don't know and i wish i wish i knew the answer i'm assuming a lot of the stuff that daryl waters did must have been a lot of archival work as well trying to piece together this show yeah but i i don't think there was a lot there but um i would i would would love to know how much they how much was um, so that's tough as well best choreography for first of all i'm upset i did not get a nomination this oh, year. Rob, I love your torsetes, too. Thank you. Thank you. My my one-man show, Rob, We Hardly Knew Ye, which is at the Cherry Lane. <laughs> Exclamation mark. Exclamation point is, is in great shape. Choreography, Andy Blankenbuehler for Hamilton. Savion Glover for Shuffle Along. Hoffish Schechter nice. for Fiddler on the Roof. Randy Skinner at Dames at Sea. And Sergio Trujillo for On Your Feet, the story of Emilio and Gloria Estefan. So, Kevin. I feel like I'm going to just say it now. The caveat for every category is going to be like, well, Hamilton probably is going to. Right. Yep. But then I'm just going to like let that be. I think Savion Glover's work is, is the most talked about this season. We hear a lot about Shuffle Along. And I feel like all the unicorns that are in that show, him included, um, that he he excites me. I remember one of my first shows I ever saw was Bringing the Noise, Bringing the Fun. Oh, oh yeah. 
years yeah. ago. And um, I also have to say, Sergio, um, that was like what one of the only nominations for uh, for that show. I believe, I believe it was the only nomination. Yes. For oh. the show. And I think that says something about the work of the show that that he his work is nominated there. So I think those are it's a very strong category. And if I'm not mistaken, it's Sergio's first nomination. Oh my gosh! Which um, he's been he's done so much work on Broadway over Amen. the years. You know, he was choreographed Memphis, uh, which you know obviously won a lot of Tonys that year, but he was not nominated. Lo- I think he's missed a nomination almost every single time. And actually, he was my guest to be left out again this year just because of the nominees uh, and who they would be. But um, Spencer Lift for Spring Awakening got left out, and I think he took that spot. Oh. Um, Spencer had been nominated for all of the lead-up awards, Drama Desk, Outer Critics, and all that stuff. So that choreography was great as well. Of course, these shows that close in the fall, they're at a slight disadvantage, unfortunately. Truth. I agree with Kevin. I think that Shuffle Along is astounding choreography. Savion Glover's choreography is jaw-dropping in that show. Um, I think Andy Blankenbuehler will win for Hamilton, unfortunately. Not unfortunately, it's great choreography, but Savion Glover's work I know is just yeah. otherworldly. I screamed for joy when Hofa Schechter was nominated for Fiddler on the Roof. I think that choreography is phenomenal. I was so glad. Rob, you and I saw Dames at Sea together. Yes, Brian. And I'm I... so glad Randy Skinner is nominated for that. Yes, I was a little surprised. Yeah. yeah. I was not expecting that. No. I was expecting that to go to Spencer Lee. Really? That's what I was expecting. I was expecting that uh, it wouldn't be for Dames at Sea. Because I have to admit, Spencer Lives choreography oh, gorgeous. is incredible. Mm-hmm. And you also have to think about what he was going through because it's a lot of people that are not primarily dancers. Right. So I'm surprised that Randy Skinner got one. But good for Randy Skinner yeah. because it was a delightful, oh, so adorable. delightful evening in the theater. Now, best direction of a musical. We have Michael Arden for Spring Awakening. Well done. Well done, Michael yeah. Arden. Absolutely. <laughs> John Doyle for The Color Purple. Yep. Scott Ellis for She Loves Me. Thomas Kale for Hamilton. And George C. Wolfe for Shuffle Along. I, You know what? Mr. Director. Mr. Director because yeah. of my category. I, obviously, I think it's going to be Thomas Kale mm-hmm. for Hamilton. Hamilton. If not Thomas Kale, Michael Arden. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I would go for Michael Arden. A lot of buzz when that, you know, sure. oh, for him. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw it in L.A., and Michael and I were both nominated for Ovation Awards yes. out of Los Angeles, because I did the regional premiere of Memphis, mm-hmm. and uh, he did Spring Awakening, and I saw Spring Awakening, and I'm like, this <laughs> should win. <laughs> then, of course, he did win, and I'm like, God damn it! Uh- <laughs> He has my award. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but now he got I nominated mean, for a Tony Award too. So well, I'm, I'm on his heels. Yeah, I'm on yeah, his heels. Yeah, We're sure. going to bring that production of Memphis to Broadway, oh, yeah. and just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I, if it's not, I mean, Thomas Kale's work is so inventive and it's so creative, and yeah. it's such a beautiful way of telling that particular story. But Michael Arden, definitely. I mean, all of these directors on this sure. list, Scott Ellis, the tone, getting that tone oh. perfect on "She Loves Me." Mm. That's tri- it's perfect fluff, and I love it. I mean, these, this mm. is a wonderful year for directors. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I agree year what about you brian what do you think so for me i mean again all of these directors i think did great jobs and by the way some shout outs to people who didn't get nominated mm. bart share for fiddler on the roof it's probably the best fiddler on the roof i've ever seen i'm yeah. not a huge fan of the show and i think it's a great production yeah. rupert gould for american psycho i mean again not a huge fan of the show but i think the direction is very interesting it's completely something we've not seen before i love his direction yeah. i loved it there i loved it on enron i know nobody else liked enron well enron, and I, I don't oh, love the why? play but the direction was great i think his direction is wonderful and very inventive mm. His Macbeth was phenomenal as well. Did not see that. Oh, 
Did one of my favorite things one. I've ever seen. Is that and with Patrick Stewart? Patrick Stewart and Kate Fleetwood. Is that on video or online? They made a movie of it. It's okay. not filmed. Got it. Um, but then he also directed uh, uh, King Charles III this season, mm. which phenomenal. So he's nominated for Best Direction. Oh, he's well, not. He's not. So just a shout out for him. I mean, direction was strong this year right. in musicals. For me, obviously, I think Tommy Kale's going to win, and I think his work is phenomenal. I liked Michael Arden's work in Spring Awakening, though to me, the best director in this category by far is John Doyle for The Color Purple. I left that production sobbing. Mm. I thought what he did with that show, which is a problematic show, he made you focus in on Celie. It's Celie's story. And of course, Cynthia Riva has a lot to do with that as well. But you leave that show going, oh my gosh, how come I hated this show so much the first time back in 2006? And I am in love with it right mm. now. It's a, it's completely revamped. Uh, I, you know, I second all of what, what you've all said, but I, I must give a, I'm so taken by George uh, Wolf a lot because mm-hmm. uh, in, in, yeah. in creating this musical from, I mean, I want to say from scratch, even though it's based on, you know, the early, 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 version of Shuffle Along but I think as a director he's inventive and I've always loved his work I mean Carolina Change is one of my favorite <sighs> musicals ever yeah. and I think that what he can do to develop pieces is is extra special and I think that being a director is part that you know developing a theater piece from scratch mm-hmm. you know and uh, and yet I what John Doyle did with Color Purple I mean it's <laughs> it's jaw-dropping, truly. Just absolutely. And, and by the way, with George C. Wolf, I mean, what he was able to do from preview time to opening night, I mean, that's that's what previews were about. Right. You know, that's it. And he, they took that show from three hours and 30 minutes, I think it was, the first preview, down to two hours and 45 minutes and a show that the critics really loved. So, that's incredible. I mean, props to him for that. That's True. phenomenal. Best lighting design of a musical. Howell Binkley for Hamilton. Jules Fisher and Peggy Eisenhower for Shuffle Along. Ben Stanton for Spring Away. Awakening and Justin Townsend for American Psycho. Kevin, uh, you know it's. I love the design categories because sometimes you, when you're watching a show, I, I don't often think to myself, "Oh gosh, this lighting is so amazing." But sometimes you do, and I feel like that's always a sign. I think that American Psycho has some really strong design elements uh, to it. I think that Jules Fisher and Peggy Eisenhower, who, who we should have on the, uh, in our podcast, absolutely, because love talk to about legendary lighting designers oh, and, yeah. and a team that has been together for years and years and years yeah. and years, and they're. Their work and the, uh, the breadth of their work is like insane. I'm sure it's probably going to go to Hamilton, mm-hmm. but I, I I think I like seeing uh, I love seeing the Spring Awakening. Ben Stanton uh, nominated here as well. I think that's a real that's really special. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with with Hal Binkley. I'm throwing my my money behind Justin Townsend on American Psycho. I was very impressed with yeah. their lighting design. Yeah. That's where I'm going. But and what about you, Brian? Well, I think it's between American Psycho and Hamilton. For me, the the way these awards tend to go is unless they're a really show-stopping moment. And I know, you, Kevin, you were saying that you don't always think about those things while you're watching the show. And I, I agree. I try not to you know, say like, oh my God, the lighting is so amazing and I'm not paying, paying attention to the actor on stage. But if there is one of those moments that like really you notice, then then those awards tend to go to a show that's not necessarily the best musical. Truth. But if, it's, if there isn't that moment, a lot of times the best musical winner just takes that. So Hamilton might take this award just because there's yes. not sure. a, a, one of those wow moments. For me, um, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, I was a little sad that Jane Cox wasn't nominated for Color Purple because I think that lighting mm. is stunning but for me it's between American Psycho and and uh, Hamilton I think Hamilton will probably take it Best Costume Design of a Musical Greg Barnes the wonderful Greg Barnes okay. for Tuck Everlasting Jeff Mahashi for she lo- you know who I sound like? Did you ever see Elizabeth Taylor at award shows? Yes. And she's like, she can't pronounce anybody's name. Because she's she like just, wasted. She's yeah. wasted and she giggles. That's how I feel like Are right wasted, now. Rob? I'm not. No, I'm not wasted. I'm just channeling my <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor. Um, Jeff Ma- <laughs> she, she loves me. Oh my God, I can't read him. 
That was my Elizabeth Taylor at an awards ceremony. Thank you. Uh, Anne Roth, the incredible Anne Roth for Shuffle Along, and Paul Tazewell for Hamilton. So those are our nominees for Best Costume Design of a Musical, Tuck Everlasting, She Loves Me, Shuffle Along, and Hamilton. I'm putting my money on Hamilton. Yeah, I think it was think an inventive, right. inventive way of using the the, the costumes, uh, embracing the period, and also making sure that the world that Tommy Cale and Andy Blankenbuehler had created was justified. Totally. So that's that's where I'm going. I'm going for Paul. I think he deserves it. Also, by the way, shout out to Jane Greenwood, who was not nominated for Bright Star. Those Agreed. costumes, glorious, and she's a legend. Too. She's a major. Oh, legend. those costumes finally got her amazing. Her, her lifetime achievement Tony. I'm a little surprised that the Tuck Everlasting costumes got in. To be perfectly honest, surprised. Yeah. I over over bright star those costumes to me were distracting and mm. um weird but as much as i love greg barnes yeah. love greg barnes and he works he does all of his work with uh casey nicola and um i think that, that he does great work i'm just a little surprised that they got in because they were underwhelming to me i think this is one of the categories hamilton might not win <gasps> Ooh. i think shuffle along will win this category interesting i do being able to recreate the original costumes and then also convey the time oh, yeah. period of the the actors of shuffle along Outside of their stage performances, interesting. I think it's a it's it's um it's a hard thing to do, and I think that those I mean that those some of those dresses that they have Audra in are just stunning, uh, and the number at the top of Act Two is just not only well choreographed but the the ensembles in these glorious costumes. So mm. I think I think that one might go to shuffle along. Now they got to make room for a baby bump. Right, Mazel to her. Mazel tov. That baby's gonna be so gorgeous. It's unfair. That's just I'm like gorgeous and talented. It's. And the baby's going to be so talented. I can't wait. I cannot wait. And you said you think Hamilton, right? Yeah, Hamilton. I do. Hamilton? Yeah, the hip period costumes. Best scenic design of a musical. S. Devlin and Finn Ross for American Psycho. Mm. David Corrins for Hamilton. Santo Laquasto for Shuffle Along. And David Rockwell for She Loves Me. Put your money down. Best scenic design. Strong category. Very strong category. And again, by the way, another category where Color Purple could have been nominated because that set is simple but beautiful. I mean, this category, strong. Um, Shuffle Along, a little surprised maybe that it got in just because the set is not its strongest part. It's kind of a bare bones set for Mm -hmm. the most part, but it's still beautiful. To me, this is all about She Loves Me. That set, that jewel box set that they have, when it opens, I gasped. It was so gorgeous. Um, Hamilton, obviously, juggernaut, but the set is not one of its most impressive features. And um, American Psycho does very cool stuff with its set. But I think just the sheer beauty of the She Loves Me set Mm. is breathtaking. And I'll be very surprised if it doesn't win this category. I would throw money behind American Psycho as mm. well just because it, the set was so inventive. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and, but she, she, loved me, she Loves Me is just gorgeous to look at. Yeah. It's, 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 it depends on what your aesthetic is, it, exactly. really. Exactly. Or how you're and, qualifying. Exactly. Ahead, yeah. That's what my, my thoughts are. It, you know, how do, how do you qualify the best set? Is it, is it creating a palette for the actors in the story to take place? Or is it an active sure. element? You know, like American Psycho, I mean, it was so inventive and so new, you know, where the other ones were sort of get it out of the way for the story in a Absolutely. way. You know? So, I, you know, it's tough to sort sure. of which way does it go, you know? And, you know, there is no criteria. Do you know what I mean? It's totally. not like they tell the nominating committee, this is what you're looking for. Sure. So something beautiful like She Loves Me is like, yeah, well, that's a gorgeous set. I mean, that's like, you know, why High Fidelity got nominated way back when, if you right. remember that. <laughs> oh, I do. But, and Anna Luisa's. Or, uh, her, yeah, that was her. Yeah, that was yeah. her. Mm-hmm. I love that High Fidelity set, by the way. The totally. Yeah, that's I what thought, everyone talked I, about. Yeah. I mean, like, so, it, it was, again, it detailed was, all those yeah. records and, you know, like, it's it that's was pretty cool. That's exciting, you know, when you see something like that. I yeah. will say just so we can um, just so people uh, have the the real the real deal. S. Devlin and Finn Ross are both nominated for American Psycho set because the projections are included 
as part of their set design. Which is Which mixed. are amazing at times. And other times I'm kind of like, mm, was that yeah. production necessary? I don't know. So, I mean, just if people are wondering where projections falls, uh, it falls in that set category for them. Uh-huh. Do you think there'll ever be a separate category for projections? Well, they added it at the Drama Desk a few years ago. So maybe the Tonys will get on board, but I find that unlikely. They're, they're too busy they're taking away sound design awards. They taking don't, away sound design, taking away the repla- in, initiating the replacement category, taking it away the next year or the yeah. same year. It's, we'll, we'll talk about this a little <laughs> bit later on at the end of the podcast, but it's yeah. that that's very upsetting. Um, I wonder why they... Do they keep stripping these awards away because they need more airtime? For the they, shows to... I wonder Neil, if there's, there's, Cass, there, there's a little to do piece of it there, magic yeah. Number. And also, how do how do you quantify certain things? You know, I think they 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 don't know how to how do you qualify? You know, I, I think a lot of people don't like for instance, then, music director. You know, like how do you how do you rate that? Although, how do you rate orchestrations? I was going to say how, do, but, there, but, but there's so whole, many we'll but there's so many it. things on here. You know, how do you how do yeah. you rate them? They're really like for example, best. Perf- we're going to get to this in a second, but like best supporting actress, like it's so. Vastly different. You have somebody like Jennifer Samard from Disaster, mm-hmm. who is so funny, and then you have somebody like Adrian Warren from Shuffle. It's di- like, how do yeah. you? Yeah. How do, you how do I qualify? What? Uh, who? Was, I think it was George C. Scott who said the only way you can really give out an award: get five actors and give them all the same role to right. play with the yeah. same director. And he's like, and that's how you figure out who the best is. I don't know. It's it's very yeah. different. Um, but anyway, so that's where projections are. That's a great point, Brian. And so maybe in a couple of years, we'll see best projector, best projection design as part of the category. Mm-hmm. You said Drama Desk already has it, right? Yep, they added it a few years ago. Maybe. Best performance by an actress in a featured role in a musical. Boy, talk about. <laughs> what a wealth of riches. Here yeah, we go. Geez. Danielle Brooks, The Color Purple. Renee Elise Goldsberry, Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Jane Krakowski, She Loves Me. Jennifer Samar, Disaster, and Adrian Warren for Shuffle mm-hmm. Along. I This is a wealth of riches. Uh, yeah. How do you pick? I could how, name I you 10 other pick. women who should have been nominated. And there's a whole bunch of other people that got left off this list. Both waitress girls. <gasps> Both waitress Kiel girls. Kimiko, both glorious. I mean, even Jennifer Hudson, who I know a lot of people didn't love, kind of surprised she didn't get a nomination. It, it, Not as surprised as she was, apparently, yeah, based on I her know. tweet. I, which I feel was... a little bad for her because I don't no. want her to like. She was so good. I want her to come back to Broadway. I don't I want her know. to have a bad taste in her mouth about totally. it. She got an Oscar. It's okay. She's like she got an Oscar and some Grammys and yeah. you know the American Idol win. Oh, but no, I, I kind of like she's most pissed though. She never got a Tony. I'm like that's. I yeah, like that. Right? That's a theater person. So who are we going to say? Uh, Kevin, who do you think? Well, first of all, I just think it's great that like Jen Smart is nominated oh, and, know. you know, for Disaster. And, you know, and it's cool to see. It, I just like the diversity. I I, you know, I think it's just a, it's a it's a nice, strong category. And but you're right. So, I mean, you could have 10 people in this category. I think Renee is going to win it for Hamilton. Renee I, I just think she's really beautiful Hamilton. and stunning. Yeah. And her work is just... In the competitive categories, Hamilton to me is... is we're going to talk about Best Music, obviously, in a little bit. But it is a the best musical in terms of being the most well-rounded. But when you start to break it down into its components, in almost every category, I prefer some other show of that specific component, mm. which is interesting. Yeah. Um, this is not that category. Renee Elise Goldsberry is going to win and she deserves it. Mm-hmm. She is phenomenal. She, Satisfied is probably the best song of the year. She's just stunning in that show. She's She is something yeah. impressive and incredible. You know what? I'm... I am a huge fan of comedy. I think comedy is actually harder to do than drama sure. sometimes. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I am going to throw my support behind Jennifer Samard. You do 110%. I have not laughed that hard in a theater for such a long time. Every time she came on, she brought the house Thank down. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm so happy. I think if you are a student of musical theater and a student of comedy, I think they have put her clip of her doing her number on YouTube. Because I think they live streamed it or something oh, at the wow. closing performance. Watch it. Okay. I think she was wonderful. I think she's amazing. I think Renee Elise Goldsberry is also phenomenal and amazing. If there was a tie between the two of them, I think that would be a perfect world. Not to say that these other women aren't wonderful, sure. but my God, Jennifer Samard, I could not stop laughing. I mean, she was that show. She she, she was disaster. That show. She really was disaster. There's as a- as star studded as that cast was with Broadway royalty. Oh my god! Everybody and their mother. Yeah. You go in being like, oh Adam Pascal, oh Rachel York, oh and you, and then you're like Jen Samard. Right. And you're like, Who are you? Who, okay. And she walks away <laughs> she with the show. Rocks it. Yeah. And she's so incredible. Yep. Um, please, please, please look her up. Best performance by an actor in a featured role in a musical. Mm-hmm. David Diggs for Hamilton, Brand, uh, Brandon Victor Dixon for Shuffle Along, Christopher Fitzgerald for Waitress, Jonathan Groff for Hamilton, and Christopher Jackson for Hamilton. I know. I, once again, a wealth of riches. Three Hamiltons in one category? Three this Hamiltons. Is $3. Uh, this is maybe <laughs> the one category that I was actually upset about. Oh, yeah? I felt that this was the Tony nominating committee saying, we want Hamilton to break the record, so we're going to throw a lot of nominations its way. Mm. Oh, interesting. And I am a little offended by Who that. Who got left out, do you think? I think a lot of people. I think Paul Alex Alexander Nolan from Bright Star got left out. Boy, he's yeah. good. I thought that either Gavin Creel or Nick Brash from She Loves Me got left out. Um, oh, Nick, Brett, yeah. Either Brian Stokes Mitchell or Billy Porter from Shuffle Along. Yeah. I mean, there. You, this is another category where so many eligible people. John Groff really need a nomination. I love you. Did he really need a nomination for being on stage for three minutes? Like, doing the same song twice? I love you. Like, I love John Groff. Like, John Groff, fine. Entertaining, hilarious, whatever. But anybody could play that role and be funny. In fact, I liked Brian Darcy James in in that. Yeah. But but just to me, the thing is, I'm all for supporting Hamilton if it deserves it. But shouldn't we be supporting all theater and all of the good performances that are being given. Spread it around right? a little bit. And I feel like, I mean, Paul Alexander Nolan had me in 
tears. I was act too solo. rocked I, by him. Rocked. And he, by the way, talk about someone who turns it out year after year. From Doctor Zhivago last year was not great, but he was amazing in it. He transforms himself. Jesus Christ, in superstar! I mean, hello. like all the time. He's yeah. a Stratford Canadian. He's, he's mean, the Laurie he's so... Metcalf of the. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about Laurie Metcalf earlier. But, um, <laughs> Laurie Metcalf. He's Laurie Metcalf of the musical, musical theater. Yeah. Um, no, I just I think I was I was very upset that he wasn't nominated and and other people as well, but. Um, yeah, Chris Jackson and John Groff giving good performances, but I think that David Diggs would have been just fine and give those other two spots to somebody else. But I, I think David's going to win. Okay. I, even though there are three Hamilton people, I think David He's, is going to take the award. If he was not there, if, they, if there was no Hamilton in a world with no Hamilton, Christopher Fitzgerald for Waitress He's adorable. made me laugh so hard, and I loved his performance. Oh my gosh, here we go. Are you ready? Best performance by an actress in a leading role in a musical. Stop. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Listen to this wealth of riches. Oh, my God. Laura Benanti for She Loves Me. Carmen Cusack for Bright Star. Cynthia Erivo for The Color Purple. Jesse Mueller for Waitress. Philippa Sue for Hamilton. Holy mother of God. Uh, I, I, what a wealth of riches. And no Audra McDonald for Shuffle. And no Audra. I just. I know. I know. A year so good, Audra can take a break. Like, <laughs> like but, we'll God. get you next year, Audra. But I'm speechless. I, I can't. I don't what even know where to begin. How do you compare? How can. <laughs> You're like a little kid. How do you pick which one you want? Because let's be honest, there are some years where there's like one or two that you're like, oh yeah, they deserve it, and sometimes and like, there's three or four, and you're like, oh that's nice. Well, like last yeah. year with Kristen and Kelly, and and maybe even Cheetah a little bit, and then it's kind of like, oh Leanne Cope and Beth Malone. Oh yeah, you're yeah, nominated yeah. too. It was yeah. nice you're to good, be but you're nominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These literally in any other year. Any of these five slash six women, if you include Audra, roll the di- roll winners. the dice. It's like amazing. roll the dice. Right. It's amazing. I, I don't even know where I have an. I, I finally. I mean, made I know a who's pick. going to win. I, but yeah, it's, I made it. Yeah, my I went for totally. Cynthia Revo on gonna the color be purple. One hundred percent. It's going to be her. I have to say though, Carmen Cusack and Bright choice. Star. You guys, like when we interviewed Walter, and he was like, "I picked her. She's a star. She's not a name, but I still wanted her to be the lead." And because she's and she, I mean, I I was completely rocked by her performance oh, in that in that show. I was in tears. It, it, in and tears. yet, and yet, I, I mean, like, I, I, ah, how do you compare? Yeah. Like, it, I mean, I agree with you. To me, to me, my top two choices are are Cynthia and Carmen. In mm-hmm. fact, yeah. Prior to me seeing Bright Star, you know, when you already know what shows are going to be opening, even if they haven't haven't opened yet, I was like, well, the nominees are going to be. Audra mm-hmm. and and Laura yeah. and and Jesse and Philippa and Cynthia and that's going to be the nominees and then I saw Bright Star and I was like hold up yeah just kidding yeah. this woman that- is a star a bright star if you will <laughs> <laughs> thank you um, and both bright I mean like both new relatively new to the Broadway community you know both of them Cynthia and her yeah which so is that's insane special to me mm-hmm. I mean this is another Amazing. category where it could have gone it the, you know Audra could have been nominated Philippa could have been left out yeah because. Let's be real. Eliza's not a leading role. Let's be yeah. honest. But she is good in the show. I think Audra was better. But um, again, that's comparison. And I think the Tony nominating committee did want to give Hamilton that record. Yeah. And, and Jesse Mueller, just not for oh, nothing. Oh my god, is she'd be my third be choice. So special. I, when she sings, she used to be mine in Act Two. You feel every word of that song. Mm-hmm. God and Laura, Laura Benanti. I'll tell you what. Like I, she can do comedy. She can do yep. romance. She can do drama. She is beautiful in that show. Absolutely gorgeous. But Cynthia Revo is otherworldly. She gets standing ovations every night for I'm Here. Mm-hmm. And um, did you guys see the YouTube video of the Prince tribute that they did 
after Prince passed away. I have not seen it. No. They sang it Purple Rain at one of their curtain calls. Just look it up. It is insane. And then they just, for Jennifer Hudson leaving, they also did um, the Dionne Warwick song. Well, that's what Friends are that's for? That's what Friends are for. Yeah. And they all sang that to... I mean, <sighs> her voice is not human. It's insane. So she she is she is incredible. This is a great year. God, what a, a good year. year! Year of riches. Best performance by an actor in a leading role in a musical. Alex Brightman, School of Rock. Good for him. Danny Burstein, Fiddler on the Roof. Zachary Levi, She Loves Me. Lynn Manuel Miranda Hamilton and Leslie Odom Jr. for Hamilton. Good category. All right. I'm a little torn because I understand that there are a lot of Hamilton fans out there who want to see either Leslie Odom Jr. or Lin-Manuel Miranda win. I think, I think Lin's going to win some Tonys this year. I, oh, yeah. I, I don't know that he needs the one for leading actor because I think he's going to have a few other ones. Yes, I agree. Leslie, I think, gives a great performance. I've seen him in a lot of other things, though, and I actually think that I've seen him give better performances than this one. And so I'm comparing him to himself, which is sort of unfair. The other three nominees actually are stronger for me. I, I think Alex Brightman, what he does in School of Rock, granted he only does it six nights a week now instead of eight, but... <laughs> It really is just incredible. I, yeah. I went in being like, oh, I'm a little skeptical. Yeah. And his first scene, I was kind of like, oh, you're so unlikable. But that's the character, I guess. Yeah. And he really wins you over by mm. the end. Danny Burstein, bless his heart. He has been... <laughs> he's, the, he's the Susan Lucci? So, yeah, he's the Susan Lucci. The, the Kelly O'Hara, if you will, he's, of the Tony Awards. And yet he's such a chameleon. Everything he does is brilliant. And his Tevye is wonderful. It's yeah. wonderful. And then Zach Levi, for me, was the backbone of She Loves Me. I thought he oh. was so charming. You know, not a lot of people know that he does stage stuff. People know him from Chuck on TV mm-hmm. or whatever. He was in First Date the Musical a few years ago, yep. which he was wonderful in. The show, again, had problems, but he was wonderful. And then in She Loves Me, he is wonderful. Mm. So uh, to me, if I, were, if I were voting with my heart, I think I would give it to Zach Levi. Uh-huh. But I think um, overall, whole-rounded best performance, um, God, I would, I would almost give it a tie between Danny and Alex. I think they're both so... That's a tough category. I don't know. But I think Leslie Odom Jr. is going to win. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I think he's going to take I'm, it. I'm with, and I'm, I am a Hamilton fan, yeah. and I, I think it's going to be Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah, he's, sure. it's, I think it's going to be him. If he wasn't nominated, I think Zachary Levi channeled Jimmy Stewart. I think he channeled those 1930s movies so beautifully without winking at the, at the mm-hmm. piece. And I think that's very tough. I'm excited to see him do more. Uh, oh, me too. Too. Musical theater. I think he's I think got a whole world. I think it's nice to have a nice leading man like that. Um, By the way, if both Alex, uh, sorry, uh, both Leslie and Lin Manuel were not nominated, if it were only one of the two of them, I would say it's a it's a lock. Yeah, you know, like Leslie would definitely win yeah. if Lin weren't nominated. Yeah. The only way he doesn't win this award is if they split votes, which is, I think, possible. Oh, yeah. So, but, but because they're both nominated, I still think Leslie will win. But Best original score, oh music and or lyrics written for the theater. Ah, Bright Stars, Steve Martin, Edie Brickell, Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda, School of Rock, the musical, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Glenn Slater, Waitress, Sarah Bareilles. Who's going to get that best score? All of them. Four-way tie. All of them. (laughs) I think we're all... I wish. I think we all know it's going to go to Hamilton. It is. And it really is amazing. Yeah. However, congratulations to these... I mean, these other scores are so inventive and original. Bright Stars is an original musical. Like I mean, it's it, and I the folk music so that they created was so special. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Sarah Bareilles, for for being a pop writer who writes theatrically. Oh my God, there's no hubris there. Where it's like, oh, I can write any. No, she's a theatrical storytelling writer. Oh my God, and that's special. It's so good. I will tell you, I've listened. To, have you guys listened to the Inside Waitress 
album, Sarah yes. Bareilles' album. I just, yes. yes. I have not stopped listening to it for the last week and a half. To me, actually, as much as I love Bright Star and I love the score, I know that some people have issues with some of the lyrics, which sure. I, I don't have as much issue with. Anyway, yeah. but. And Hamilton, everyone, of course, loves. Again, I think most of the score, phenomenal. I think there are some songs that are kind of like, Hurricane, why are you here? <laughs> oh my God. Um, but Waitress, I think from start to finish, is actually the best score. I, I Interesting. Think it's, as a unit, it, it's it works together. The lyrics are beautiful. The music is stunning. And it, it's theatrical, like you said. You know, you don't expect Sarah Bareilles to be able to write something like that, and it's just phenomenal, with the exception of Love You Like a Table, which is a weird song. But um, functional, 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 functional. Functional. Like functional a functional table. table. Like a functional, I love you like a functional table. That's the revival. That's a, <laughs> yeah, the reprise, if you will. I just hope that Steve Martin, Edie Brickell, and Sarah Bareilles, I hope you all come back. Oh, word. Please exactly. come back. Yeah. Because we love what you did. Love it. Love Our it, love validation it, it. is the only one that matters. And by the way, even School of Rock, like oh yeah, Andrew sorry, Lloyd and Webber, yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber, very different for Andrew Lloyd Webber. Some of that music is very good. Yeah. It was a good score. Some of that music is very good. So props this year. God, what a strong year! I don't what, keep saying it a good that. Year? But <laughs> Well, you know who was it? It was uh, they just did a panel. I think it was Jen Tepper, Peter Felicia, and Scott Miller did one at Penn State, mm. and the the topic was: Are we living in a new golden age? Is mm. this the next golden age of musical theater? I don't know if we are, but if we are, this is going to be the year that kicks it off. Sure. I um, actually had an argument with a friend about this the other day. Oh, good. Um, because there was an article in that was like, "We're in the new golden age of theater." It wasn't just musical theater; it was just theater in general. Yeah. And basically, all of the items on the list had to do with Hamilton, and I yeah. was like, "That's not a new golden age." No. theater that's you like Hamilton truth but I do think of uh, like when rents and hairs and the Hamiltons come along it puts a fire I think oh, in the community sure. yeah. you know for and, sure. I, and yeah. I and I love that effect oh, yeah. that it has totally yeah. but you're right how it, the emphasis does always become about like the one and show. the idea though is uh, is uh, if it's a golden age there must be more than just one thing that's really wonderful exactly and that was I because I don't think we had that with rent rent was wonderful and there was really mm-hmm. nothing that came Lion after King, rent in the was, late 90s yeah. that was as amazing I mean, maybe like every like Lion one a King. year. I mean, well, look, Disney and Lion yeah. King well, was the, new. the best musicals for the next few years were Fossey and Contact. Like Contact. Came in, yeah. So you're good not point. you're not talking about these like groundbreaking no. musicals. This is a one really good show, and yeah. the, I think what we can use though for justification is even if Hamilton was not here, even if there was no such thing as Hamilton, still be a strong year. Waitress, Bright Star, yeah. School. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, best book of a musical. Uh, Steve Martin for Bright Star, Lin Manuel Miranda for Hamilton, Julian Fellows for School of Rock, the musical, George C. Wolfe for Shuffle Along, and if we were listening to the New York Times, there would be no such thing as a best book of a musical because nobody knows what the hell that is. Yeah. Apparently, really? Yeah, didn't you read that article? No, I didn't. Oh, uh, we'll post it on our on our group. Uh, yeah. Troublesome that Charles Isherwood, who's a critic for the New York Times, does not know what a book of a musical is. How dare you? That being said, I don't disagree with the original drama desk decision to strike the book category this year because Ooh. I thought every book this year was terrible. Really? Um, really, I did. Uh, genuinely, including Hamilton's. I thought that most of the books this year were either bad dialogue or the ones that have good dialogue like, well, Hamilton doesn't have a lot of dialogue but obviously it's the structure of the show. Right. A little unfocused at times. Mm. Um, or tries to stuff too much in or focuses on the wrong things. Uh, to me, I would even argue that School of Rock was maybe the the most well-written book, but that's only because um, it was a copy of the, the, movie? the movie. It was right. just the movie's um, uh, screenplay. Yeah, so this is, this is a conversation that I like to have with my friends all the time about what makes a good book. And to me, I've always been of the opinion that a good book is the thing that services the show that it is in. You can't compare it to other books. You have to compare it to its own show. Mm. And I know a lot of people had 
problems with the Bright Star book because it was either cheesy or you saw the twist coming a mile away or whatever. I don't care. To me, that of these four nominees, that's the one that should win. I am with. I, I very rarely sit in the theater and think I, this is a good book. Yeah. I, I had that thought more yeah. than once yeah. in, in, during during that performance. I was and, yeah. and it's an, isn't it a completely original musical? Yeah. Yeah. So they created and it and it knew what it was. It knew that. Listen, it's an old, charming, folksy tale. It knew that you knew that. Right. Listen, this is Steve Martin. This is Walter Bobby. These are smart people. I think they. I think they knew what they were doing, right. and right. that was the feeling that they were trying to get. You know what? I was surprised did not get a nomination because I thought the dialogue was fantastic. Oh no, I think American Psycho. Oh, oh wow, I was oh, not. Dis- that was, oh, no, was not where I thought. Going. <laughs> I thought. I thought the dialogue was hysterical, and I thought it really captured the flavor of the book. Where's what were you going to say? I'm surprised that Disaster didn't get a nomination oh, here. Oh, oh interesting. only because of the Seth Rudetsky Jack yeah. aspect. Um, not that I thought that their book was amazing. But in a year of pretty weak books overall, that was, you know, I'm. It's a little bit like, oh, hey, it's a comedy. It's different than everything that's else that's on Broadway, and we love you guys. Yeah. Like, we love you so much. So, like, we're going to give you a Tony nomination, kind of like a title of show nomination type yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a little surprised they didn't get a nomination, but um, again, not super impressed with most of the books this year. But that being said, what were you going to say, Kevin? Yeah. Oh, so well, sorry. I was just surprised that uh, Jesse Nelson for Waitress. You know, she oh, Waitress, was one yeah. of the only shows that was nominated. The only Broadway show was nominated for a Drama Desk for a book. Um, so Drama Desk said, isn't it? We're not yeah. going to nominate books. And then there was an out- outcry, yes. and people, and then they said, "Okay, we're going to nominate three. Right. Yes, and what were the three? Anyone remember? First daughter suite, I think, was one of yes. them. Oh, first daughter. And I believe Hansen maybe was. Oh, because they and also then, did off Broadway. Okay, yeah. cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'll, but here's the thing about that. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Waitress was one of my two least favorite books of the oh. year. As mm-hmm. much as I love the show, and this was what I was getting at before, yeah. I loved Waitress, but um, I love the score of Waitress. I should say, to me, the book was wildly problematic because they. That that movie, I love that movie, and it's about it's dark. It's about abuse and yeah. coping, mm. and they don't really do that much with that in the show. It's very rom com style. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen it kind of explore that other stuff. That tone, instead yeah. of it was a little surface for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't love that book. What I was going to say a second ago was, did you guys read the article? New York Times puts out every year. Isherwood and Brantley do their who should win, who will win yes. list, yeah. and who should be nominated. Both of them selected as the book that should have been nominated on your feet, which I find fascinating because that book, great, I thought, in my opinion. I thought it was a little little messy, a little like all over the place in terms of like, oh, now you're in the bus crash. Oh, but now we're in the hospital. It was just, it was sort of a little abrupt. That's Mm. interesting to me. Best revival of a musical. Our nominees this year are The Color Purple. Fiddler on the Roof, She Loves Me, and Spring Awakening. What's going to win Best Revival? I think Spring Awakening should win, but it's closed, and I think then they're going to send it over to Color Purple. I think you're exactly right. I think it should be a two-way tie between Between. Color Purple and She Loves Me. Mm. Because I think that She Loves Me is a better show, which I know you can't really judge for the revival. But I also thought it was, like you said before, Scott Ellis captures it perfectly. Yeah. Perfect. I, I think, I wish Spring Awakening had lasted longer and Me found too. more of an audience. Me because too. Because it was so special. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, Color Purple with the reinvention, um, I think that's that's it. Awesome. Best musical. Drum roll. Bright Star. Hamilton. School of Rock the musical. Shuffle Along. Waitress. Amazing um, Grace. I'm uh, kidding. I'm kidding. Amazing I'm kidding. Grace. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rob, to. we hardly knew you at the yeah. Cherry Lane. We just know how exciting it is that five nominees yes. right? got in. 
Such yeah. a good year. They went from four to five. This only happened maybe two or three other times mm-hmm. in the history of the musical, in, in the Tony Awards. And this year deserves Has it. it? I, I thought this was the first time. No, I think it's Is happened it really? two other times. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure. I will, okay. do, I will do my fact checking. Someone's like telling... like. Speaking out loud, the years someone right, now. Someone, someone right now. Someone like listening right now was like, "It's nineteen sixty-four, you sure. idiots!" Ironically, it's yeah. it's Tommy Kale and Ivan Bonhova <laughs> who are listening. <laughs> right. Yep. While the Even wolf is in the kitchen making snacks for everybody. I mean, I think we're all we all know what's going to. Oh, of course. But of let's course. play this game. If it was if Hamilton was not here this year, okay. what would be the winner? I, God, you could make an argument for any one of them because yeah. Hamilton will win. And I think Hamilton deserves to win this category, by the way. This is Absolutely. one of the categories it deserves to win. Indeed, it is. It, oh, it is yeah. the best it's Hamilton. Yes, hands down. I. God, it, for me, I love Bright Star so much. I, I think I, I my part says Bright Star, but Shuffle Along is a juggernaut mm-hmm. as well in, in various respects. So I don't know. I, I would, I'd guess Shuffle Along probably would win if Hamilton weren't there, but God, I would love to see Bright Star win. Very cool. How about you, Kev? Well, it depends on how, like my personal opinion, I would, I would, I, I'm in the Bright Star camp. I thought that was a really beautiful show. I think if, if what, what should, you know, what will win or if there was no Hamilton, the way that producers work and the politics work, I, I almost would say either a waitress um, or School of Rock because School of Rock is very market. Is, Torable. It, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's a, and it's a, it's a recognizable name. Yeah. And uh, and it's still going. I mean, they're still doing good business, and they're yeah. So great, yeah. But Hamilton, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, if there ever were an award that was the most predictable award in Tony history, it would be. This would be it. This, this <laughs> is it. This is it. Uh, if not Hamilton, you know what I would go with? I would what? go with waitress. I really like yeah, waitress. No, I'm with you. That's where I, I would send you. it. Yeah. So that's it. The Tonys are going to be on Whew. this Sunday, June twelfth, uh, on CBS. What? Which is going to be very, very exciting. So everybody take a look Can't at that. Wait. And tweet us, Facebook us. Let us know what you think about some of these categories, especially the categories that don't exist anymore. Let us know if we've left anything off this list. And if maybe you have a category that you think should be included. Yeah, absolutely. Like, best performance by a pet. I think that should have right. been on there. Fantastic. Come on, Wolf. But come on, Wolf. <laughs> come that through. Wolf. But I am very excited because next year that Wolf is doing a revival of Kiss Me, Kate. We're very excited. Who is he about. playing? He's playing Fred. Bianca. Oh, he's, oh, oh. <laughs> he's okay. playing. He's playing Fred. Uh, I would love to see him do Always True in My Passion. Though. He's well. Jennifer Samard's going to be doing. Oh, that. amazing! It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great ensemble. Um, and then Audra and Will's baby is going to be in it as well. It's going to be Gangster Number One. Uh, we're hoping they have twins so we can get casting for Gangster Number oh Two God, there as perfect. well. It's going to be a great production directed by Evan Van Hoeven. <laughs> Set by, are, Jan set by Jan Set by Jan Vashuvit. Oh, God. There's a no set. It's a white. <laughs> Anything else you need? A wolf and a chalkboard. <laughs> are you sure this is how Arthur Miller... Yes, this is how he wanted it. Just a wolf and a chalkboard. <laughs> and Audrey's a baby. Join us next week when our guest, actress Joan Copeland, discusses being a victim of the Red Scare working with Katherine Hepburn, and what it was like being sister to Arthur Miller. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.